Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ, and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, darling, and welcome, my listeners, to today's edition of Real Christianity. I am happy today because I am joined in the studio by four lovely women and a little baby. And uh, I'm joined by Gloria, uh, Marie Leatherby. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, Marie is the executive director of Sacramento Life Center. And we have a happy story, a wonderful story to share with you today about um, uh, a young girl, her name is Elena. She's here with us this morning, and she got pregnant when she was 18. Um, Can you say hello, Elena? Hello, good morning. Good morning, and was really under a lot of pressure to have an abortion. And my listeners, perhaps you can hear in the background the wonderful result of a combination of sacramental life and a young woman who was determined not to kill her baby. And now we have Xavier. And and Elena, how old is Xavier? Xavier will be seven months on the second. All right. He is so cute. He's a a darling little boy. And that is what you get if you will do the right thing when you're pregnant. So, Marie, tell me a little bit about Sacramento Life. Well, the Sacramento Life Center, it was founded in 1972. We're in its 40th year. What was the year of Roe versus Wade? 73. So okay. these people had the, our founders had the foresight before Roe v. Wade to open. We are the full, fourth oldest pregnancy center in the United States. Wow. Well, God bless whoever started that. Yes, it's a wonderful group of people. And um, we exist just to be a compassionate and caring professional resource for pregnant women and their husbands or boyfriends, we do get the men involved who are concerned about the ability to support, you know, an you know an unplanned or unsupported pregnancy. Yeah. So, when a, a young girl or a woman of any age realizes she's pregnant and is troubled by that, Sacramento Life is a good place to call. It's the best place to call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's give the phone number. We'll do it several times uh, today. It's nine one six. Four five one, two two seven three. Yes, that's the hotline. That is our twenty-four hour hotline. Okay, mm-hmm. that's nine one six, four five one, two two seven three. Now, my listeners, you're driving your car and you can't write that down. Well, just call my office and you can remember my number. It's four 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 four. That's not hard. So if you need that number, you just call us and we'll give it to you. So Marie. You are, um, just took over as executive director. That's correct. And uh, tell us, how big is uh, Sacramento Life? I mean, how many, uh, I guess you guys call them clients. These are uh, primarily young women who are pregnant and need help. Yes. Well, our our 24-hour hotline, last year we took over 3,500 calls. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. And in our um, clinic, we ended up seeing about 1,500 women. Wow. So it's quite a number. So what happens if a, mm-hmm. if a, if a, if a young woman is, finds out she's pregnant, you know, what happens is she's pregnant and, oh, the father 
is not that interested in having a child. Oh, the father's in prison. Oh, the father took off. Oh, the father's got a new girlfriend. Oh, the father's divorcing her. So what can you offer a woman in that situation? Well, first of all, we... um we work with a lot of other local nonprofits to give them whatever support and resources they might need. And when they come into our clinic, we, we have wonderful counselors who sit with them. And first of all, you know, they're full of fears and how will I do this? And I have no support. And right. we're there for them yeah. in whatever way possible mm-hmm. just to be there for them. In fact, we have, we have a counselor with us today. Yes. Uh, Gloria Pantoja. Did I say, I probably mispronounced yes, that. Yes, Gloria Pantoja. Oh, Gloria, uh, Gloria, you're the bilingual counselor for Sacramento Life. Yes, I am. So women who either speak English or Spanish, I'm assuming that is your second That's language. That's correct. Or maybe your first language. Uh, you're the person, or you're one person they could talk to. Yes. And what is your goal when you uh, when you meet a young woman who's pregnant? Well, my goal is um, basically if the if the client that walks in is asking for an abortion, to give her, um, to educate her, to make an informed decision, mm-hmm. hoping that she'll choose, of course, life for her child. Yeah. And um, basically, my goal is um, to make her feel comfortable, to make, to listen to her, and to just give her, there's power and knowledge just to give her all the knowledge that she needs. To make a good decision. To make, of course. You know, um, what happens sometimes is women who don't have the information will have an abortion when they're 18. And then when they're 40, they realize sometimes I've killed the only baby I'd ever have. And there's, you know, they say that it's 40% of the women in churches have had abortions. And it's a hidden wound that keep that women carry and men too. Uh, probably less men are sensitive enough. It's a hidden wound that people carry their whole life. And it keeps people, I think, from really being as committed to the Lord Jesus as they might be because they feel so guilty about it. And so if you can get in ahead of that and you can go another direction, that just saves a lifetime of regret. So... There was a young woman who came to see you, and her name was Elena, right? That's correct. And she's sitting here with us. Elena, uh, how did you happen to call Sacramento Life? Um, actually, um, I had a couple friends tell me about it, and they weren't sh- quite sure about what the name of it was. And then one night I was watching TV, and I just happened to see a commercial about the clinic. And oh, I was good. all like, that's the place. And so <laughs> I just called the next morning. I made an appointment. And how pregnant were you at that time? I was about 18 weeks. Okay. And how old were you? I was. I just turned 18. And you were in high school? Yes. Okay. Now, you were happily married and you had a nice place and everything was set, right? I wish I could say that, but <laughs> no. <laughs> it was not quite that was comfortable, not, was it? No, it wasn't. No. In fact, the father, I think, was in jail. Yes, he's in prison. Uh-huh. Okay, so here you are, pregnant with a man who's certainly not going to be helping. Yep. You're living at home, right? Yes. And did you eventually tell your mother? 
Yes, um, I told her, and she wasn't too happy about it. She was telling me that I had to get an abortion because I was too young, and I'm the baby of her three children, and just... Tell us about your fears that went through your mind. As you, I mean, first you found out you are pregnant. That was At that point, was the father in prison? Yeah, he was. And what, what kind of fears went through your mind at that time? It was like, I don't know, it's like, I didn't want to be like another statistic and have like, you know, a baby and I'm single and it's like, I don't know, it's just, it was pretty much too much going on at the time. You were worried about money. Yes, money and You were worried about your living. future. Yes. And you are worried about how your family was going to react. Yes. Because a lot of times when a girl gets pregnant, that's the, like the first notice to the mom and dad that she's having sex. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Uh huh. That's what happened. And so that's all just a shock. And of course, the easy way out is, in fact, you don't even need to tell your mom and dad. You could just go down to one of these abortion mills like Planned Parenthood and you can just have the baby killed. And no one knows except you and God. Yeah, but you said no. I don't want to go that way. No, I didn't. No. Like deep down in my heart is, I couldn't. I didn't want to. It's like I'd pray every night, and just for God to give me an answer. Uh huh. Show you a sign. Show me a sign. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why my listeners so important to support things like Sacramento Life, because if you support Sacramento Life, there's a there's a, several organizations in town um, that uh, sometimes there's a couple organizations that actually put people out on the sidewalk in front of the abortion mills. And, you know, there's many women who said, God, if you don't want me to abort my baby, show me a sign. Show me a sign. And sometimes they drive up to have their abortion and to kill their baby, and they see someone standing there, a counselor, a sidewalk counselor, with a sign that says, you don't have to do this. And they take that as a sign. And I believe you probably took that commercial you saw as a sign. Yeah, I did. So they need, you know, and commercials cost money. So my listener, you need to really think about supporting Sacramento Life. And, and uh, that's right, Xavier. <laughs> supporting these, these, this great work. And my prayer is this, is that I pray God makes me a weapon against the evil of abortion. That's how strong I feel about it. Okay, so we have mom here, and mom is Armida. Yes. Hi, Armida. Hi. I'd like to thank God for allowing us to be here today on your show, you know, and thank you for, you know, um, I know when I first found out Elena being pregnant, you know, her being my baby, I was in shock that she was having sex. <laughs> and, and so and the first thing I asked her is, are you in love with this guy that you're pregnant from? And she says, no. And I said, well, Elena, why would you do this? You know, um, when, when could have it happened? Where was I, you know, that I wasn't watching her or whatever, you know, because mm-hmm. she doesn't, she's always home. But, and she's a, a good student and she was going to school. There was no time for her. I couldn't see that, but you know, it happened. And so and the way we were living, we were on, you know, on assistance, public assistance. And I, and I told her, there's no way your education is comes first. 
you have to have an abortion, you know, because who does this? You know, gets pregnant, doesn't uh, love, is not in love. And um, and how are we going to tell my family this? You right. know, um, that was not happening. So. So you went, you, I think you went with her when she went to Sacramento. Oh, Life, my gosh. And yes. you went down there thinking, that okay. it was an abortion place, you yeah. know. And that was kind of a shock to you. You know, God was already working with this then, I think, because we met Gloria and uh Gloria Gloria I'm was going to be <laughs> for that day. You know, what it takes to save a baby, it right. takes courage and it takes a certain amount of backbone because there's our society pressures young women to kill their babies. Mm-hmm. And so Gloria's down there helping Elena be strong yes. and this is not what you wanted no you no. you thought you were going down there to get this problem handled you know I wasn't even thinking about Xavier because at the time I was thinking about my daughter and I didn't want her to have a hard life I didn't you know the things that I've been through in my life I didn't want that for my daughter but see I wasn't thinking I wasn't thinking with my heart and then, mm-hmm. you know, God was already talking to us by bringing us to Gloria. You know, I know now that she was a vessel, you know, and um, but at that time I didn't. And so I really gave Gloria a bad time that day. And I I said it, some words that I shouldn't have never said. And I was very upset. And, and I was telling Elena as I slammed the door and walked out and cussed Gloria out that <laughs> she was uh, that she was having this abortion, you know, and uh it was just um it was just the beginning of 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 what was to come you know right well i'll read you what what you've written about your story after you when you went down there and and you you suddenly realized that gloria was going to stand with elena and they were going to try and save the baby you said quote i absolutely blew up i'm not proud of this but in all honesty i shouted and cursed gloria and told her she had no idea what our living situation was, I told her, you need to walk in our shoes before you say anything more about this. And yes. out the door you went. Yes. Boy, this is going to take a lot of strength on the part of a little 18-year-old girl just to stand there and say, I'm not going to kill my baby. Yes. It was. And we have this wonderful baby sitting here. So, all right, so that happened. And so then you still didn't give up. No, I didn't. I I told her that she had to speak to my, to the family, and that she had to tell them, and uh, she did. We had then we had an intervention with her. <laughs> intervention. Yes. Oh, and that everybody ganged up on her. They they did. And said you've got to have yeah, an abortion. And so she ran wow. out the house, and it was in the rain, and. Um, oh my goodness! Well, let Elena. What was that like? That intervention. It was hard. It was hard, and it was, I don't know, it hurt my feelings, like, really a lot. And I didn't really, I didn't really know, like, how to... Handle it? Yeah. Okay, we're coming up on a break, and uh, this this story is going to take two programs to tell. So, my listener, you just need to stay with us today and uh, tomorrow, and we will, uh, or the next time we are on the air... We're on five days a week, so we're gonna. This is gonna be part one, and I can promise you it has a happy ending. In fact, I can see the happy ending sitting across the desk from me. So um, we're gonna be back in a moment to hear this story. And what I want to tell my listeners is, 
you must help. If there are young women in your family and even young men, we who are older must help them make a good decision to save their babies and not be on the side that wants to kill the baby. That's so important in the sight of God. So stay with us and we'll be right back with more of this wonderful story. I hope you are enjoying our teaching on real Christianity. If you have questions concerning today's topic, or you would like to receive a free copy of today's message on CD, just call us at 916-444-4444. That's 916-ALL-FOURS. Or you can visit our website at www.myrealchristianity.com. That's myrealchristianity.com. On the website, you will find a list of all our past programs. You can choose whatever is helpful to you. Programs like How to Lead Someone to Christ, How to Start Your Day with God, The Lord's Prayer, Faith, and Seven Things God Loves to Hear You Say. Now, let's get back to today's teaching. Thank you, Lisa. Now, I want to ask Gloria. Gloria, you're the counselor that Delena met with. Yes. And do you remember that meeting when uh, Gloria, uh, Elena and her mother came in and she and the mother got so mad? Yes, I definitely do. Tell me about that meeting, what that was like. Oh, it was um, very challenging. Um, I I prayed a lot. I prayed for God's guidance and wisdom because um, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew... Um, you knew what the what the mom's gonna be urging, right? I did, but um, I I you know I realized that you know I realized she was the mother you know was going through a lot. She was um she told me a little bit about what she was going through. She was going through she had cancer, and then she wasn't ready, of course, for her daughter. This is yeah. This is who's gonna be the grandmother if the baby's right. born. Okay. So I just knew it was gonna be a big challenge. It was very um. Uh, it was very nerve-wracking, but I, like I said, all I could attribute it to was um, God's wisdom. He gave me the words, and he just made me give out the information that I needed to right. to Elena. Right. Well, you know something that uh, a friend of mine told me? He said, one thing that you have to remember, a young woman may not love the father, but she's going to fall in love with the baby. And that's what's happened in this in this case. Uh, we've already decided you, uh, Elena, we've already decided you weren't in love with the father, but I'm guessing you're in love with the baby. He brings joy and a smile to my face every morning. Yes. And, and I don't think, mom, I don't think you, uh, who's now grandma with this baby, I don't think you realize what a joy this baby is going to be. He's been such a joy and a blessing to our family. Yeah. Oh, you just don't know that it's like, instead of, um, all noisy and he brings peace to it. We're so used to screaming and yelling all the time. And now we're like, hey, whisper, talk lower. You know, the baby's sleeping or the baby's, in, you know, and it's just been beautiful. He's a beautiful He's baby. beautiful. You know, there's a scripture that, there's a, a bunch of scriptures in the Bible that I think are important to think about. And one is in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, where the Bible said, or the Lord said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Okay, there's a lot you can be said about that verse. So God is telling us, 
that he is a, he's the one who forms the baby. And even before he forms the baby, he knows, he chooses. He chooses babies for life. He chooses them for life. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. God knew that he was going to try and bring out Xavier to life. And who are we to be killing babies that God has chosen for life? And there's another scripture. It's uh, Matthew chapter 18, verse 10. And Jesus said, Take heed, you do not despise one of these little children. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who's in heaven. Now, there's no scripture in the Bible that says that adults have an angel that's always looking into the face of God. But Jesus said children do, and certainly unborn children do. So these babies are precious in the sight of God. This is not just about what goes on in our world. This is about what goes on in God's world and in God's plan. Don't you think, Gloria? Yes, I definitely do. This is so critical that we take into consideration the spiritual implications of what we're doing here. So there was a meeting, and then after that meeting, I guess was there intervention after the, uh, after the meeting with Gloria and your mom? Um, I believe it was before. Before? Before, yeah. Well, who came to the intervention? I'd be interested to know. Um, it was my brother, his wife, my mother, my grandfather, and my sister. And they all told you you have to get rid of the baby? Yes. Wow. Well, I'm just going to pray right now. Lord, I pray that you give the strength that you gave to Elena, that you give that strength to the other women who are listening right now and families that are listening right now who are pregnant and don't have a good plan. I pray you give them the strength that Elena had to say no to abortion and yes to life. That's what we pray, Lord, in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, what a wonderful story. We're coming to the end of our time today. I want to thank Marie Leatherby and Gloria and Elena. Marie, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much for having us today. Yeah, we're going to be continuing. You're going to, you guys stay with me. We'll be back with part two, and we'll tell the happy ending of this great story. And I pray that what you have heard here today will help you live a life of real Christianity. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Real Christianity. This program is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help. Now here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. I don't want to end today's program without asking you, my listener, a very important question. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian. I'm asking you, do you have a daily, personal relationship with Jesus? 
Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, or if you're not sure, call me at my office and I will take the time to pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life. Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you and that you will live in the love of Jesus.